Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about getting good at stuff. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So another week of lockdown, another week of social distancing. I'm hoping that everybody out there is keeping safe, everybody's keeping well, um, and everybody's managing to get what they need, get out to the shops, get what they need, and everybody's managing to um, still get their exercise, etc. Um, so hopefully everybody's keeping well. Um, this week um, was another uh, good week for me. I've managed to get some more stuff done um, for the podcast, which is good so I'm locking in on that um, that's fantastic um, and this week I also started doing a, something a little bit different with my running so we've talked about making adjustments here on the podcast um, and this is an example of an adjustment that I've made um, based on um, this uh, current situation that we're in at the moment um, so this week I downloaded an app on my phone um, called Swift um, it's a running app so it, it's uh, for runners and cyclists um, obviously I use it for running but it does cycling as well uh, maybe there's plans in the future I'm not sure to include other sports but definitely running and cycling at the moment um which is really cool. So basically, Swift is a virtual world. Oh, there's a number of worlds in there. So there's the the main one is their own virtual world, which is called Watopia, um, which is kind of a, a made-up uh, world uh, with uh, forests, beaches, cities um, that you can cycle and run through. It's got uh, dozens and dozens of different routes. There are other cities on there as well. I did one run in London, which was pretty cool. Uh, ran past Buckingham Palace and stuff on there. Um, so it's something a little different um, to help me with my running um, it was recommended to me by a friend um, and it was a pretty good shout I quite um, I'm quite enjoying using it um, so to use it I had to buy a little um, what's called a foot pop pod foot pod which attaches to your shoe and basically that measures the cadence how quick you're running on your treadmill um, so that it moves you around the virtual world um, now what's pretty cool about it is there's also kind of group runs and races on there as well so whereas I would normally go to a park run on a Saturday morning and do a five kilometer park run with a few friends i was able to go onto my treadmill and uh, do a uh, a virtual park run if you will it wasn't uh, and i did that in the um in swift's world the watopia world rather than london or new york or the few other cities that are on there mapped out um and that was pretty cool uh, because obviously when you're in park run you've got that little bit of extra motivation or i do anyway it works for me if i see people running past me or I see other quick runners I try and keep up with them um, so I try and push myself a little bit quicker each week and when you're running by yourself obviously you kind of got your watch or your phone telling you how quick you're going etc it's not quite as motivational or I don't find it quite as motivational as seeing those people pass me or trying to catch those people up in in real life and Swift allowed me to do that because it shows everybody else who's in the race it kind of shows you on the little screen in front of you how far ahead they are if somebody's coming up behind you it flashes their name up and, and that they're coming up behind you um, which is pretty cool so you can kind of get that motivation um, to keep going and, and move a little bit quicker um, uh, that was my first race I did on that this weekend just passed um, on Saturday um, so like I said I kind of used that in place in my park run uh, which I thought was fantastic so that's just an example of some of the adjustments that I've 
uh, made in terms of uh, what we're doing in this time period. Um, hopefully that you guys are all starting to make adjustments in your life and, and starting to reap the benefits of those adjustments, whether those uh, adjustments are in your health and fitness, like the running example I just gave, or whether in terms of spending time with your family, helping teach your, uh, your children their schoolwork, um, whether it's keeping in touch with relatives, whether it's um, to do with your business, how you normally work, and you're making those adjustments and, and hopefully, fingers crossed, you're starting to reap the benefits of those. So. Let's jump into today's topic. Um, today's, uh, today I wanted to do a book review. I've not done a book review for a while, so I thought I'd uh, do another one. Um, and had one, a thin book arrive, which was quite handy. Um, so I was able to read that quite quickly. Um, and it was quite interesting, actually. So the book is called My Awesome Guide to Getting Good at Stuff. And it's by Matthew Said. It's actually a children's book. It's aimed for children. Um, it arrived. I ordered a bundle of Matthew Said's book uh, of his books. So three books: Banks, um, Rebel Ideas, and Black Box Thinking. So, so the three books I ordered, and they included this one for free. I think it was um, done uh, written as part of World Book Day um, to uh, to encourage um, children to get into reading. Um, and uh, I thought it was a really good book for young people. Actually, um, a great book for older people as well but specifically for younger people it's around um helping you build your confidence and your resilience to get good at stuff and realizing that there's a journey to go on and you're not just going to get overnight success you know a lot of people who are seen as overnight successes um, have been working for years and years and years on whatever it is they've done um, successfully um, so it's interesting to to get that view from from a, a really good author he gives a number of examples in his book about this the first one being the example of jk rowling now we all know who she is. She's the author of the Harry Potter books. She's now got a massive global empire uh, based around the Harry Potter books. Uh, how many million copies of that book has she sold? And she's obviously now got the films and now there's Harry Potter plays, uh, which are all doing fantastically. And it all started from that first book that she wrote, the first Harry Potter book, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Um, but what a lot of people don't know, and I certainly didn't realise, was that she had a book rejected 12 times by publishers before somebody finally accepted it. 12 times. Now that's a lot of times to be rejected. Now imagine sending a manuscript that you'd worked hard and long on to publishers and keep getting those rejection letters. A lot of people would have given up um, and felt that rejection mounting and, and given up along the way. Um, but she didn't, she kept going, obviously um, took 12 times to get um, that book accepted. So I thought that was a nice, nice illustration of that you've got to keep trying you've got to have that resilience you've got to keep going you've got to persevere you can't expect it to go right all the time and even when things are going wrong you've got to keep moving forward so i thought that, that was a really good story uh, the next one was around bill gates another thing i didn't know and this little story is only a little a couple of paragraphs about it but it kind of inspired me so i've ordered um ordered bill gates is uh, one of his autobiographies to have a read of so i may do a do a, a review of that at some point in the future the story that they were talking about is on one of his first companies when he was 16, he started a company called Trafo Data, um, which was built and or designed to 
analyze traffic data um, for local councils um, and um, governments. Um, it was a massive failure. Um, it kind of went bust within a year and went out of business. But obviously, Bill Gates went on to found Microsoft, uh, Windows, etc. Had massive success and one of the richest men in the world now. Uh, but if he'd have given up uh, uh, entrepreneurship when his first company failed, he would have never had Microsoft, he would have never had Windows, he would have never had anything else like that and, and we wouldn't have had that either. So it goes to show the importance of keep keep going and keeping persevering again. So there's an, another story. Uh, the next one and the last kind of story that I'm going to talk about here uh, was um, around Oprah Winfrey. She was once fired by a TV producer because she was unfit for television. Now, obviously, Oprah Winfrey has one of the most successful talk shows ever. Um, so it goes to show that one person's view doesn't match everybody else's. So how do you think that TV producer feels now that Oprah Winfrey is as big as she is? So there's some really good stories there to, that he uses to pull out the importance of perseverance, the importance of keeping your confidence even when things are going wrong, and the importance of that resilience as well. So I've got a couple of quotes out of the book for you. I've just taken a couple of the key uh, quotes, which I think uh, were really good. Um, so the first one is, when you do something often, the progress you can make is staggering. Your ability to see patterns and find a route to your destination or goal gets easier every time you do something. So that's all around the repetition, you know, practice makes perfect. It gets easier the more times you do something. You're not necessarily going to get something right first time every time. Um, so that, that, that really uh, struck a chord with me. The next one was um, the only way to get good at stuff is if you know where your gaps are, what your weak spots are, what you need to work on. Mistakes are brilliant for that. They tell you exactly what you don't know, which is what you need to know. And again, this brings out the importance of making mistakes. I think sometimes we perceive mistakes to be bad things, that making a mistake is, is a real bad thing, but it's not. I don't have that mindset. I don't think I've ever had that mindset. I think my, uh, mistakes help us move forwards. They show us how not to do something, which is just as important sometimes as how to do something. So they can give you that real um, that real advantage in life going forwards if you make the mistakes. In fact, uh, my personal view is if you're not making mistakes and you're not trying hard enough to do whatever it is you're doing, you're not being innovative enough in your area, you've got to be making those mistakes to keep moving forward, keep advancing and progressing in whatever industry you're in and that's the same for kind of any aspect of your life that obviously applies to business um, but the same for health fitness diets etc if you're not trying new things to keep uh, progressing and keep that edge um, then, then you're not really progressing so the mistakes are really really important um, and I think the I think we forget that quite often that we need to make mistakes and you know and schools kind of tend to focus on getting things right and and mark people down for making those mistakes but you've got to make those mistakes to find out how to do it right each person has to find out the mechanism for getting it right for themselves whether that's doing complicated maths whether it's uh, writing uh, creative literature whether it's in sports whatever that's in whether it's learning languages whatever it is whatever the subject is you know everybody's got to find their own way through that and I think one of the things um, 
I, I want to add into this, um, so my kind of addition. So um, I think it's easy to fall into the trap of seeing successful people, whether it's in social on social media, in newspapers, on the news, whatever it is, and, and seeing the highlight reel that they're presenting or that it is presenting is presented by the press you know um you, you kind of see all the good stuff that's happening to people and we admire that about people you know and i think that's a good thing to have role models but w- what's dangerous about that is if you if you use that too much is you don't see the negative side you don't see how long it's taken them to get there you don't see the struggles that they've gone through it's that highlight reel and they and some some successful people don't necessarily want to show you the effort that they've put in or want to show you the mistakes they make because it affects their their brand and their image but those mistakes you know everybody makes mistakes all celebrities make mistakes you know we do see them from time to time in the press where they get kind of ripped apart by the press for making a mistake um but um, they, they kind of try and keep that out of the spotlight because of that attention and, and the damage it can do to their brand and their reputation. So that leads us to think that these folks are absolutely perfect. And I think the danger of believing that is that we then are too harsh on ourselves when we make mistakes. Um, and, you know, this is true, especially for young people, I think. Um, I, I think I was probably overly harsh on myself when I was younger. I'm sure there are plenty of other younger folks out there that do that. And if, if that becomes a habit, it's something that can grow with you into adulthood and, and into later life. It can become a real problem. It can really affect your confidence. And I think that being able to evaluate a mistake and seeing the value in that is a real key part of growing and learning and i think one of the things i was thought of when i was reading the book one or this particular bit of the book actually took me to a film i'd watched uh, one of my favorite films in fact um lawless i've watched it a whole dozen a uh, whole number of times um it's tom hardy in it it's a great film it's about prohibition era america um and their um Uh, brewing their own alcohol and selling it during the prohibition period and they send a a detective from chicago to try and stop the two uh, the three brothers doing this um and there's a there's a great story in that um if you've you've not watched the film uh turn this down for two minutes because i'm going to give you a bit of a spoiler um but it's, it's a great film so hopefully you've seen it it's been out for a while if not turn it down for two minutes and then come back or uh, go and make a cup of tea or whatever um, so that you don't hear the spoiler. Um, So in the film, Lawless, um, the main character um, starts to believe his own legend, that he's an invincible guy, um, that nothing can really stop him. So the main character is called Forrest. If you've watched it, you know, um, and it's great. Um, So he kind of believes that he's... um, his own legend and this is proven by the fact that he's attacked one night um two guys grab him and and really beat him up and almost kill him and he's they kind of leave him for dead um and the next morning he kind of wakes up in the hospital um the doctors say that he's walked there from um seven miles away or however far it was it was a fair distance and with a slit throat and, and all kinds of other injuries um and he kind of believes that and later on in the story you learn that his um, girlfriend uh, the lady who he started seeing um, actually came back and and drove him to the hospital um, and she tells him I can't believe you believed your own legend Um, but and that goes to show I think the power of belief and the power of confidence 
And if you've got that confidence, you can do anything. But the thing is, you've got to realise when you make mistakes that that's not the be end, be all and end all of it. And you've got to learn from that and progress and keep moving forwards. The the author ha- does uh, a really good job of talking about that throughout the entire book. It's only a short book. Um, it took a couple of hours to read through whilst I was making notes, so probably uh, not a long read for people at all. So I definitely recommend it. That's all I was going to um, say on the book. Um, so the key th- takeaways for me are don't be scared of making your mis- mistakes. They are an unavoidable part of success. Uh, and I think if you try to avoid mistakes, then um, it's going to be very difficult to be successful at whatever it is you're trying to do whether it's business health whatever Um, and I think the other part is owning your failures I think you've really got to own those failures you've got to evaluate them so they can show you what you don't know and what you can learn from them and the important thing is learning from those mistakes so hopefully that's helped Um, thank you very much for listening and we shall see you all next week take it easy bye bye